you're listening to the Lawn Care Together podcast. We share tips, tricks, and mishaps of our lawn care business journey and the stories of others. This podcast is about getting your business off the ground, setting yourself up for success, and taking care of your clients. We're here to learn together, grow together, lawn care together. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. What is going on, guys? How are we doing today? Welcome to the Long Care Together podcast. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. And I actually only have a few things to talk about today. It was actually something I saw on Facebook the other day, you know, browsing the Facebook groups. There's a lot of information you can get on there that's good and a lot of information that's bad. Uh, Typically, I like to just, you know, scroll through those comments and see who decided they wanted to be a jerk that day and who decided they actually wanted to provide something of value. And so, Every now and then you get, um, like I said, the joker out there who is, you know, making fun of somebody else for not knowing how to price something or not knowing what type of equipment they should be using. And that's just like so you know, negative energy for our industry. Like that's the kind of thing that we don't need. That is bringing other people down to make yourself feel better. But in the end, you should be bringing everybody up. That's the rising boat raises or rising tide raises all boats. That is that saying that is exactly, you know, where that needs to be exemplified is answering somebody's question who might not know because we've all been there. We've all been somebody who doesn't know, you know, whether it's a year one question or a, a year 10 question. Um, I have tons of questions about how I want to price, you know, snow plowing and stuff this year. Um, we'll get into that a little bit as well. But really, like I got guys out here asking about how you price fall leaves and I'm seeing, you know, people be like, oh, well, you know, we have the, the windstorm and we do this and we're in and out an hour and we charge, you know, 600 bucks. And I'm like, okay, so 600 bucks is cool, but that might not work for somebody who doesn't have a windstorm. They're going to be doing, you know, six hours of labor instead of one hour of labor with three guys, maybe in a windstorm. Like it, it really comes down to the tools that you have and the overhead that you have and the those guys with the 600 bucks might have to, maybe they're making 1200 bucks and they need to cover their expenses. That's the the situation where your overhead and your business is going to drive the pricing. And, you know, say you want to buy a new piece of equipment that gets factored into price. Um, Your expertise or years of experience, that's going to get factored into price. Your speed's going to get factored into price. How well of a job you do is going to get factored into your price. Real quick, coming from you after the fact, um, after this was recorded, I just want to say that as I'm mentioning the windstorm and how people are pricing, I'm not necessarily attacking somebody for just saying that they have equipment or that, you know, this is how they do something. Um, I didn't get my point across very clearly here as I was trying to say it. But what I meant is when they're being condescending or they're telling somebody like, oh, figure it out, or how do you not know how to do it? How do you not know? how to price this lawn, you know, we price it at this. And that's why people also don't realize like someone's asking how you price a leaf cleanup when they have like a BG 50 and a rake and a tarp. And then here you are with, you know, this massive equipment or whoever it is with this massive equipment, you know, Billy goat leaf loader and stuff like that. It's tough to be able to value your time versus being able to evaluate how much time one of those things saves you and how much you need to cost or cost out for those or charge for those. So I did want to clarify that a little bit. It's not 
the people who are being like helpful by saying like, oh, we have this equipment and this is what we're charging because that can be useful insight. Instead, I'm talking about the people who are providing useless insight and instead just, you know, adding their two cents so that they could be a keyboard warrior on Facebook and talk crap to somebody who is where they were five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Don't be that guy. And we will get back to, you know, where we left off now. Thank you. So every time that I'm like throwing the question out there on how much do you guys charge or when I say how much I charge, that could totally be irrelevant. That doesn't mean that that is good for you or maybe like you think that what I'm doing is totally like perfect. That That's possible too. Um, like I said, we have one acre properties typically and some of you guys might have, you know, five or 10,000 square foot, um, like small little islands to do or something like that in between commercial, uh, commercial parking lots and things like that. Drawing a blank there. Um, you really don't know. Um, it doesn't always necessarily transfer between one company to another. And as lawn care professionals, it's important that you understand how to differentiate what somebody is saying and how to implement it into your business. I listen to Brian Fullerton all the time. Oh, I listen to Brian Fullerton all the time. I'm in a room where they got some construction and air compressors and stuff going on the other side. So bear with me if you hear a little bit of noise, but I listen to these guys, you know, Paul Jameson and stuff like that. And one's in a Georgia industry and one is in the lawn care industry up in Michigan and I'm in Pennsylvania. Um, we all have, you know, similarities, but differences. Brian gets started a little later maybe than I do in my season. And Paul pretty much goes year round. Now, Brian might have a better snow year than we have. So when it comes to plowing, his prices might be different because he has to make, you know, X amount of dollars to cover his equipment and turn a profit versus we might have to charge more to cover our equipment or maybe even just charge less because we're not out there as much and there's less time. There's a lot of different things to factor into how you work. And I think that at the end of the day, any company who tells you or any person who tells you, you know, this is how much you should be charging or this is how much this is, you can't listen to somebody from a totally different industry and not take it with a grain of salt. You need to be able to think about it, um, multiple perspectives, and maybe even talk to people in your specific area. You know, I just told my dad today, I want him to reach out to a friend of ours who does commercial snow plowing for a lot of different, you know, big box stores and stuff like that. I know he's done Target. He does some churches. He does, uh, you know, big hotels and stuff like that. That's where I want to know how he's pricing those in our area with how frequent it snows and how much salt and stuff that he's putting down and where, uh, where is he seeing the most room for growth? You know, should we focus on residentials or should we focus on commercial? There's different things to think about when diving into it. And I just listened to... Brian's podcast with Mike Bedell talking about how he spent hours with Mike Bedell talking about how he wanted to get into snow plowing and he was just doing pretty much uh, snow work with a shovel or a snowblower, which is totally fine. Like you can get started wherever. And I promise you his overhead was much, much lower. And so once he, you know, increased his costs, he had to increase his costs to the customer to be able to turn a profit. Um, but like, it's not just like a clean and cut, like one to one ratio or two, two to one ratio. There's a, a lot that goes into deciding how much you need to make and how much you want to take home. And 
He talks about spending, you know, a whole entire tank of gas in eight hours, just doing one day. There's a hundred bucks or more now. Cause that was in uh, early 2020. I think that podcast was recorded. So you never really know. Um, a lot happens. A lot definitely happens when you're out plowing in terms of accidents. You might hit something. You might, you know, scrape something, scratch something. Maybe the snowplow breaks or a tire goes flat and you lose time and efficiency by having any of those kind of, you know, issues. Maybe you ran over a curb you couldn't see and your whole front end's ruined. Who knows? It is a dangerous game that you're playing, whether it is in the snow industry or you're doing lawn care. There's so many things that can go wrong. This is why people are always saying to focus on maintenance. You know, the maintenance makes time for you. If you don't make time for maintenance, the whole, like there's so many sayings in our industry to justify making sure that you're planning ahead, planning ahead for your company, planning ahead for your equipment, planning ahead for your crews and knowing like, okay, well, just in case, you know, we go over four to six inches of snow, I think this guy typically calls out or knowing like, oh, this dude usually calls out once a week. I need to be able to plan around that. And then maybe he's not somebody we keep on board down the line. There's a a lot that you have to dissect in your business, figure out what works for you, do what you have to do to be successful. You're focusing on your business. Um, your profit, your family, like everybody's got to eat though. Right. So everybody, like you, you're going to pay your guys and then you, you're the one that's going to take money last generally. Hey, landscaper, you enjoying the show? Wish you could contribute in some way. Leave a five-star rating and follow the show. Your reviews go a long way in the success of our podcast. And we greatly appreciate your time and value your opinion. Let us know what you love most about the podcast. If you're a landscaper with a story to tell, DM us on Instagram at Lawn Care Together. You might hold the key to changing someone else's business forever. We'd love to share your story. Now, let's get back to the show. And that's why you need to be turning that profit or that money's not going to be there. You know, I talk about this in every episode. I talk about being profitable. I talk about knowing your numbers. I talk about the problems that can happen and the the good things that are going on and what's going on in our business. And you, you know, we got the truck. If we didn't buy that truck it's a Ford F two fifty, it has 300 horsepower. And I think my truck's 305 or vice versa. And I have a uh, Dodge Ram 1500. So a 2005 Ford is not more powerful than a 2018 Dodge Ram. But the problem that we had was the availability of the truck. When I go back to work, There was no truck for anybody to use. We would not have been able to use a truck to do the work during the day. Our employees wouldn't be able to go out. We wouldn't be able to make money. So our opportunity cost was completely jeopardized by the fact that like, if we're not out there, we're not making money. I'm better off spending a couple hundred dollars a month on a truck to make a couple thousand or, you know, $10,000 a month, roughly um, is kind of where we're at right now. Maybe a little bit more, a little bit less depending on the month. And depending on, you know, additional services and stuff, but that's the kind of thing you need to think about is like, if I don't have that, how much money am I losing? Um, Don't go out there and spend a lot of money to get yourself ahead and then end up putting yourself in, you know, buckets and buckets of debt. Um, I wouldn't advise that either. And, you know, we are in like a 50-50 like 
I would say we're at like a 50-50 success rate right now on whether or not like we continue to grow or, um, you know, just scrape by right now. And I don't see us failing. I don't see us failing because we are, you know, very level-headed. We're very, you know, strong-minded, determined individuals. And we have plans. Um, you know, I've thought about a lot of the stuff that goes on in our business and how I want to proceed. But to get from where we were last year to where we are this year, we pretty much doubled to triple in size. And then we plan on doubling or tripling in size again next year, taking on more accounts, taking on bigger accounts and hiring more employees to continue to grow as a company, you know, make our name well known, build our routes, condense our routes more importantly, and becoming more profitable. If I'm just taking everything that comes our way, I might not be, you know, building efficient routes or an efficient company, but where we're at in year two right now, I haven't had an opportunity to scale back our business to make it, you know, succinct in the, like our area, we have a relative service area right now. And I want to be a lot more, you know, intentional about how we set up every single day's route. I want people who are on a Monday to be on a Monday every single week. And I need a plan for if it rains, you're getting moved to this day, this day, this day, or you get skipped. Like I, I want all this in paper. And I have this big plan over winter to start and type stuff up and sit, like figure this out because when we go to bring on more people, especially you know employees that aren't family and friends, I can't run a business and expect things from people when they don't actually have the clear cut expectations. I don't want to be you know the business who doesn't know what they actually want from their employees. I want to make sure that you show up at this time. We will be done at this time. You have this many lawns in a day. You know, this is how much we charge per square foot or square inch or you know acre, um, however you want to break it down. I want to have those numbers down to the penny. I want to know how much money we're spending on our trucks and trailers and gas and mowers and how much fuel am I going through in my mower per hour and how often do we have to do maintenance and like fix our equipment and what is our bottom line? Like what is our true bottom line? Not the, this is, you know, our fixed expenses. I, I don't want that number. I want all of it. I want averages. I want to keep collecting data. I want to be extremely, extremely focused on the numbers in my business. And again, this is hard to do when you're doing the work. Um, so hopefully, like I said, we continue to hire employees who can be doing the work full time. They're out there. They're getting it done for me, um, you know, earning their paycheck. And I am in turn creating a profitable and successful business so that they have somewhere to work. And there's still a profit left over for us to grow the company, get new equipment, make it a good work environment, get nicer things, newer trucks. And still, after all of that, have profit left over after paying myself and paying my dad and making sure that, you know, everybody is getting what they need out of it. That's important. That's the things that you need. And so, um, very short, succinct episode today. I don't really want to go into too much detail. I don't want to be, you know, rambling on too much. You know, we talked pretty much three topics today, a little bit on snow, a little bit on the new truck and gaining new things and running an efficient business. And then a little bit on the issues that I'm seeing in, the way guys talk to each other in the industry, the way that we're handling helping each other versus not helping each other. 
always extend the helping hand. You don't know where somebody else is in their business. You went through maybe a lot to get to your business, or maybe it was a, (laughs) maybe it was a stroke of luck or a stroke of genius. I don't know. Um, And you didn't have any issues and you have a successful business and you didn't have to work hard and good for you. Um, But most guys start out from a place where they don't have money to put into it in the beginning. They start with a push mower. They start in a, you know, Corolla. They start in a, a, the family van and then they get the, the really beat up truck. And then they go from the beat up truck to, you know, a nicer work truck or they, they have a four by eight trailer and then they end up with the five by 10 and then the six by 12. And then eventually you end up with the enclosed trailer and things like that. These guys grow incrementally. And I think that the people who do that, I admire the most because they're the people who, you know, put in the grit, put in the work. They understand what it's like to go from, you know, nothing to a functioning business where they're earning and growing. And I admire the people who can do it debt free and really, you know, get all of the profit out of it for themselves and put away some for their business. It's tough um, to do it with, you know, not great equipment and stuff where you have things breaking down until you can actually save up for the good equipment. That's hard. It's hard to be successful when you start from, you know, rags. And so the, the riches story that comes from the rags and riches, that's a rags to riches. It's definitely not necessarily a road of glory. Um, but once you get to, you know, the riches and people start thinking that you did it out of nowhere and you know that, Oh yeah, like he, he's an overnight success. Like they don't see the the hard work and the tough, tough nights that you have or the days where you sent or spend, you know, having trouble falling asleep, thinking about bills or thinking about the lawns that you have to get done or the things that are coming up next week, but you're still falling a little bit behind this week and you're worried about deadlines and worried about, you know, paying your employees and things like that. Like you hear all the horror stories in our industry where guys just have such a tough time starting out. And that's why, what do they say? Five and eight businesses fail in the first five years or 80% of businesses fail in the first five years and another 10% in the next two or five, like what, whatever the numbers are, it's a failing game. It's a tough game. It is something that is difficult, especially when you have people who are doing it, you know, illegitimately, um, where, you know, they don't have the LLC established or they're not, there's tons of things there, the S corp, the, whatever, the partnership, the DBA, but they're not a legit company. They're just going out there and cutting lawns for 40 bucks. And then, you know, you come along and the, the minimal charge you can be is like 70, um, you know, depending on the size of the property and stuff like that. And again, relative numbers, but like, how are you supposed to compete? At the end of the day, there is so many lawns out there. There's so many people. You might not want the guy who's going to accept the $40 lawn because they're going cheap on purpose. Um, you know, you want the guy who's going to be like, oh, you, you think it's like 70? I think it's like 100. And, you know, they're willing to pay that. Those are the great guys, um, the great gals, the ones that are willing to pay more for quality service. Um, and quality service comes from a business who has been generally doing it for a few years. They've gone through the trials and tribulations and struggles to figure out, you know, how to run a business and put out the quality work and make sure that they're getting enough money to actually spend the time to do it. That's the struggle. It's tough. Um, so today's episode was really just like a, be kind to others, you know, share your stories, be willing to extend the hand and be a mentor to somebody else who needs one, or definitely just don't put other people down. Um, that 
that's not something that anybody needs in their life. That's not anything, you know, whether it's lawn care or just in general life. Um, big, big proponent on just making sure that, you know, you're not being, I don't want to use the word bully because everyone has this like, haha, uh-huh, you're being bullied. Like poor like connotation to it. Obviously it's not cool, but like, I just want to make sure, you know, be kind to others. Um, extend that hand, grow your company by rate, like the whole rate or rising tide raises all boats. I think that that's like one of the greatest sayings. I think that everybody should really focus in on that and focus in on not just growing your business, but making sure the others around you are doing well and just maybe ask. I, we run into other companies and stuff all the time where they're cutting a lawn next to us or something. And I might talk to them for a few minutes and just ask them, you know, how they're doing. How's the season been? Ask them about their equipment. If it's different, especially you get a, you get an actual review out of it and you guys get to share information that actually could go a long way in your business or their business as they continue to grow as well. And you're trying to figure out like, okay, well, well, do we want to go from Skag to Wright to Xmark to Troy built to like, who knows? There's a lot going on right now in the industry. Uh, All you guys down in er, Equip Expo, I'm sure you had a lot of fun down there. I'm sure that as it wraps up here, you got to see so much equipment and the things coming in. And that's the kind of information like I didn't get to see. I didn't get to go. And so being able to have conversations with people who have done that, been there, that's the kind of thing that's going to help us grow as an industry. Don't hold all that information in for yourself. You know, share everything, make everything or the industry better as a whole. Share your pricing, share everything, in my opinion. I mean, obviously you don't want to get undercut by, you know, a friend or that company when they're going to come in, you tell them you're doing it for 70 and they do it for 65. Like that's, you know, something you don't want to see. And don't be that guy either. Don't screw over the others in the industry, but work hard. And, you know, the the work and quality that you put into it is definitely going to be valued by the customer. So again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. A couple talking points here. Just wanted to get some stuff off my chest. Some things that I've seen, some things that I've seen going through Facebook and, you know, watching everybody post about Quip Expo and things like that. Talk a little bit about the truck and the plow and, you know, how we're growing our company. It's just a very uh, laid back Saturday episode I'm recording right now. So thank you so much. I hope everybody has a great day. Enjoy the last few cuts potentially or cleanups for the year. And then if you guys are off for the fall or the winter season, I should say, then, uh, you know, we'll see you next spring and hopefully, you know, we have another great year ahead of us, but until then, you know, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Long Care Together podcast. All the tips, tricks, and advice given on the show is what has worked for us and may not necessarily fit your business. We urge you to carefully evaluate the decisions you make in your business to ensure you are always on the right path to success. With that being said, we hope we've provided you with some valuable information that can help you grow quickly, increase your efficiency, and avoid mistakes. Business isn't easy, so don't forget, you're doing a great job.